Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local right now. I'm talking with Monty from a band called Un. It's been a long time coming. Uh, How are you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me. It has been a long time, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Um, you know, I when was the first time we met? Probably was it through Ryan the Beard? Probably. What maybe? He, yeah, he was like working on some like early album you guys did or a demo or something, uh, I think. Yeah, we recorded with Ryan uh doing yeah, our first demos um back in 2013, so nearly nearly a decade ago um but as far as how long we've known each other i i feel like we like i can't even remember how long it's been i feel like it was even before that like maybe we met at some studio seven shows probably i was Uh, at so many of them yeah like i remember right when like you first had like kind of the torch passed to you for metal shop Yeah. yeah yeah um so it's been a long time um, and I know that we've talked about doing this since basically those first demos were, were being, being done. So, yes, well, better late than never. Exactly, man. And, and, uh, <laughs> you know, w- w- the reason, one of the reasons we're, we're finally chatting is because you guys are going to be one of the, the local bands to represent the Northwest at Northwest Terror Fest, which is fitting Northwest Terror Fest. You guys yeah. are one of the Northwest bands. You guys are going to be playing the first day, which is Thursday, June 30th. You're going to be playing the Barboza stage. Yeah. Uh, the bands on that day include bands like Ismi, Ludicruck, Obsequi, Obsequi, Obsequi. I don't know how to say that. Vile Creature, Windhand, Hallows, Gracion. Um, are you guys going to be going on tour to support this? Are you guys going to be on tour? Is this a one-off thing? Uh, no. So actually, we are going on tour with Windhand starting uh, next week. We're out on the road for about 10 days with them, and it ends at Northwest Terra Fest, which I think is kind of perfect. Absolutely. I got to see um, in November, I, I just happened to be on a wet East Coast trip with my girlfriend. She's a big uh, Flyers, Philly Flyers fan, a uh, hockey fan. So we went to Philly to see a game and we saw Windhand and they were crushing and so good. They are amazing. Truly one of the best performers that I've seen. Uh, we've got to play with them a few times, just doing some local one-offs uh, before. So we're really looking forward to spending a lot more personal time with them. Is this going to be your first tour back since the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah. First tour back in almost three years. Wow. Yeah. Nervous. <laughs> yeah. I, what are you most nervous about? Um, 
I'm most nervous about the things that I'm not thinking about. You know, uh, we did this so much after sentiment released that it was kind of like second nature for us. And then now after taking such a long break from it, I'm constantly feeling like I'm forgetting something like there's, Mm. there's one, you know, box on the list that I haven't checked yet. So uh, I'm sure it'll be fine, but uh, you know, just, uh, just want to make sure that the shows are as like good as they can be for everyone. Get back into the groove of things. Yeah, totally. Well, um, you guys have played a couple shows though, right? You at least one, right? Yeah, we played we played one back in November. Um, That's right. At Substation with Primitive Man and the Body, mm-hmm. and there was like twenty amazing artists that yeah. played. I can't even remember all of them. Uznia was there. It was mm-hmm. it was super super rad. But Northwest Terror Fest. So tell me, are you are you pretty hyped to be playing uh, the the return of Northwest Terror Fest? I I actually am, and it took me a second to to kind of feel the excitement um because we played it once before and i kind of never expected to get asked again uh, yeah. but i truly consider it to be a great honor um the community that we have here in the northwest in seattle specifically is incredible and it has given us such a cornerstone to find the modicum of su- of success that we have so yeah. i'm very excited to contribute and be able to like be just in uh, communion with all of my friends and fellow art makers. You know, it's awesome. After two years of having to, to delay it, it's going to be nice to be able to be, you know, together with that community. And, and, you know, there's a lot of rad Northwest bands on there, like filth is eternal drawn and quartered is me. Um, it's going to be rad. So I'm, I'm stoked for it. And yeah, I think people are, are really thirsting, um, thirsting for it, you know, We've we all need it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so how did the pandemic affect your band? Did you guys go into writing mode? Did you guys break? Uh, did you guys just kind of do, do your own things and not focus on the band and focus on your own things? How how did you guys uh, kind of navigate <clears throat> the pandemic? Yeah. So um, I think that the way I navigated it was a, a little bit different than the way that my bandmates did. Sure. Um, at the end of 2019, I had already kind of decided that I needed a little bit of break from um, the band life and wanted to take some time to do some personal projects and stuff. Um, yeah. And then that happened to coincide with the pa- pandemic, which. Yeah, the world gave you a break. Yeah, for a second, it seemed really cool. Um, you know, I don't know how deep you want to get into this kind of stuff, but it, it was actually super intense for me. I fell into a pretty deep depression and I didn't play guitar for like, I mean, like a year at least. My guitar just sat in its case. And that's. I remember seeing you at the tea shop you were working at and, and asking you, and you were like, no, nah, man, I haven't even touched my guitar. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that's not to say I wasn't playing any music. I was. Uh, diving a little bit more into um, learning synthesis and playing around with synthesizers and working on ambient music, which is a lot less regimented than the way that I treat Un, um, which I'm very like focused and specific about, you know, very intentional. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I just needed a break. And then I kind of fell so far out of the groove that it was hard for me to get back into it. Yeah. And you know, so we took quite a long break. Um, when we got the show offer for last November with Primitive Man, that kind of sparked rehearsals. And you're like, wait working. a second, 
no, I'm in a band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, we had tried, you know, like we, we did rehearse like here and there um, a few times throughout, throughout the summer, but yeah, then we like really hit it. Um, we ended up bringing back an, an old song that we had never played in front of like a Seattle crowd before. And that That's was cool. a, yeah, it was a 20 minute song that we had basically never played. Uh, and it was a big challenge and it felt really good to like get on the stage and like nail it. Um, cause I wasn't, I wasn't certain that we would nail it, and, but I, but we did. <laughs> okay. So I, I got to ask, so I remember, you know, hearing like stories of like, you have a neurosis poster in back behind you. Yeah. Uh, I remember hearing stories of like, you know, people seeing Ozfest neurosis play Ozfest and they're like, yeah, they played two songs. Um, so you guys are like a funeral. Do- I, I don't want to classify you if, if you don't feel comfortable, but I would yeah. say funeral doom. Is that. Um, I would say like death doom. We're okay. we're faster than like the average funeral doom band, but I okay. feel like that longing Edgar Allan Poe esque like dark nature of it definitely like kind of we're definitely very funeral doom inspired. Um, so I'll say but, death doom. So yeah. death doom. So so I'll just say death doom. So so you guys are a death doom band. You know you get a, a opening slot for a tour or something, right? And they're like thirty minutes. Are you just like, all right, well, here's, here's two songs. Is it, how, <laughs> it's it's got to be a trip. It's always a little bit of a bummer when we are told that we can only play 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> well, there, here's one song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Hope you like and, it. And, you know, we've, we've tried, um, we've actually sat down and tried and been like, okay, we're going to write a song that's like 10 minutes or less. Yeah. And that's just not the way that our brains work. It just doesn't happen. And I kind of stopped focusing so hard on trying to fit into that bubble. And like, if we get offered 30 minutes to play, I'm just really grateful, you know, for that. I hope that the people who get to experience that I'd rather people want, leave wanting more than leave feeling exhausted by it. Cause it is really challenging music. Even, even for myself, you know, like if I go see, you know, another funeral doom band, um, even if I really love them, it's like, I can't really, I have to decompress for a while afterwards. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot. It's an emotional labor for sure. All right, man. Well, you know, uh, you, you have been at this for a while, a long time now, and you said a decade plus, uh, or almost a decade, at least, um, of, of like recorded music, but when did, uh, when did un get together? Was this your first musical project also? Um, no, I, I mean, I think for all intents and purposes, um, this is like the first serious musical project that I've been involved in, um, in Seattle. Um, I played in a death metal band. They really didn't do much prior to that. Um, I have made some guest appearances for some, um, some other bands from Seattle that i probably shouldn't name today but um but then after after on i did end up joining with some of my heroes uh samothrace which yeah. is another uh doom metal band that i i really admire um but yeah did did i answer the question or did i just ramble uh no so, uh, uh when did uh when did unstart oh unstart, and, yeah. and what was so, kind of the uh what brought you guys together <clears throat> yeah so um the quick points are um the drummer, the original drummer and I lived together and we just had a small practice set up in our house. And we just 
kind of started jamming and writing songs. And then our friend Clayton, who lived down the street, um, and who I actually have known since I was maybe like 13, we went to school together. Uh, he started coming over and joining in on on the drums, or sorry, on the bass. Are you and, from up north? Uh, originally, I'm from Aberdeen. Aberdeen, okay. Yeah, cool. Clayton, Clayton and I are both um, from Grace Harbor. Okay. So we know each other. We've known each other for a long time. Um, so it just made sense in the moment. And I think when we first started, we were kind of all over the place. Like, um, we wrote four songs and they were all like different genres. Oh yeah. And we had Which no one idea sticks. What... Which one sticks? <laughs> uh, well, the doom metal part is kind of the one, but um, we, we still have those old recordings and we've thought about when, if anyone would be interested in hearing them, you know, releasing them again. But yeah. Um, but at the time we just didn't know what to do with that. Like there was just so much unfocused uh, material. It was all really cool. We we're all really stoked on it, but it was just like all over the place. And in the moment we wanted to really lean into that, just kind of having like no barriers, just like tap into whatever influence we wanted to at the time. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why the name un made sense in that moment, because we just were doing the opposite of whatever we thought was expected of a metal band. Um, so yeah, just, just some, three weirdos playing in a living room literally while our other roommates were probably sleeping. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. That's awesome, man. So, uh, you know, since that moment, you know, you've done the number of records you've, you've done some, some rad tours looking back on, you know, the last decade or so. And, and obviously it's not done yet. Uh, you know, you're going on this big tour with Windhand playing Northwest Terror Fest, like I said, yeah. but of all the ones that you've completed um, pre pandemic, what, what have been uh, some of the, your favorite tours and, and favorite countries or, or cities to play? I, I, I hold fond memories of every uh, tour that, that we've had the opportunity to go on. Um Going to Europe with Conan, I think, is obviously um, the highlight of any of our like musical careers up to this date. Uh, still extremely grateful and fortunate to be able to kind of be taken under the wing of such a powerhouse of a band with such a dedicated and bloodthirsty following as Conan uh, and yeah. getting to kind of like be in their territory for that, like absolutely unforgettable experience the five weeks that we spent with them uh was life-changing and i can't wait to do that again um but you know we've we've done a lot of cool stuff and i i live for being on the road um and so like just getting out there and being able to like interact with other people from our community especially people who really connect with what we're doing on an emotional level like you can't not be grateful for every moment of that when you're out on the road and you know, there's, you, you know, you're not, you're not at this venue yet. You need some fast food or you need some quick food. What's your go-to? What's your go-to? On My go-to. Um, I, it's, honestly, we eat so much garbage because it's cheap. Lots yeah. of, lots of McDonald's, lots of McChickens. Um, if we're on the Eastern side of the, the, United States, I love Waffle House stops, mm -hmm. but uh, 
You know, um, one fun thing that we really do, especially on the West Coast, we do these things called taco tours. And that's kind of like, especially starting in Seattle and going south, it's like the farther south you get, the better the tacos get. And so we always will just like power down and just eat as many tacos as we can. And I think um, we went on a 10-day tour with Usnia. And I think between the four of us, we ate over 400 tacos together. And we were keeping track of them every single day. Uh, That's a stinky van. Yeah. No, you know, honestly, it was the best I'd ever felt, you know. Um, oh, wow. We've done we've done some some weird tours um where like where McDonald's is really like the only like quick and affordable options, yeah. you know. Uh and like you just feel like all Gut the time. Bomb. Yeah. And I I can't do that for too long. I have to like just like do 7-Eleven salads or yeah. you know like whatever we can get hard-boiled egg or something. Yeah, yeah. you know, um so the taco tours are surprisingly, especially if you're not getting fast food tacos, if you're getting like really good tacos, like I, I felt I never felt better on some of those tours, you know? So nice taco yeah, tour. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that this wind hand tour will be a taco tour. <laughs> nice. Make it a taco tour. I'm speaking with Monty from Un, and uh, we're actually going to go into a song. So we're going to go into the song Sentiment. Um, this is the title track from the album Sentiment. Uh, do you want to say anything about this before we jump into it? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, the song is kind of the emotional centerpiece of the record. It was inspired by Frederick Nietzsche because I am a edgelord, cringy man. Um, but basically, it's about the delicacy of uh, human emotion and how we navigate that through our lives. Here it is. It's Sentiment by Un. It's a lot of local stay-home sessions.
about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sentiment by Un here on Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. And uh, they're going to be playing the Northwest Terror Fest. They're going to be playing day one, June 30th, Thursday. They're going to be playing the Barboza stage downstairs. And it's going to be killer. So they're going to be uh, finishing their tour with Windhand. With a, with a big uh, homecoming show at the biggest North uh, metal fest in the Northwest. So tickets are available and uh, now, and uh, I'm going to be there all three days. So I'll be partying with Un. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I don't know if Un is the, the soundtrack to partying, but fuck it. Let's, I'm going to party anyways. <laughs> I, I think, I think that we... We, uh, we exist somewhere in the Venn diagram of introvert yes. and extrovert, you know? It's definitely some emotional partying. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Try it. See what happens. So I know you're a big fan of Opeth, as we've gone to a couple Opeth yes. concerts before. Yes, um, we've gone the two together, basically. Yes. yes. Um, is Was that your gateway to Death Doom? What got um, you into the the sound that that un kind of represents? Well, that is a long slithering uh, road. Um, but interestingly, I mean, that last show that we went to with Mastodon, Mastodon was the first metal record that I ever bought. Oh, wow. uh, my own money! Like, and so uh, that we that just had its twentieth anniversary. So yeah. that was definitely the gateway to, to like harsh vocals, really distorted guitars, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always been interested in um, thematic melody. Um, I grew up listening to fantasy movie soundtracks. Um, My favorite album um, ever is the soundtrack for this movie Legend uh, by Tangerine Dream. And uh, the melodic... With with Tom Cruise? With Tom Cruise and Tim Curry, yeah. Yeah. Um, The the themes of that, like the, the big... Um, melodic pieces that that you come 
come to associate like certain characters with, you know, like this, or, you know, like everyone knows the Imperial March and like associates that directly with Darth Vader, you know, uh, it's so iconic um, and emotive uh, and it really sticks with you forever. That is like my, I love soundtrack music because of that, like themes, like these like motifs that kind of like blend in and out of music um, in different ways. So Opeth, yes. I got into them um, with my arms, your hearse when I was maybe like 14 or 15, a friend of mine and I, we split the cost of that record Yeah, and, and then we shared it. And then it's just like, it was really annoying, but like we made it work where we had to like swap the CD back and forth, like every other day. So I we can it. each get a chance to listen to it. Yeah. You and, both get uh, your best time in. <laughs> yeah. The storytelling on that record, especially. And so Opeth is definitely um, maybe not my like most favorite band anymore, but I would say definitely one of the most influential bands for two main things. One, the melodic sense, like the way they still tour, the way they tell stories through their leads, um, the lead guitar work. Um, And then their actual storytelling, like the stories that Michael tells with his, his words. And um, that just is such a, beautiful package to me um and absolutely um something i strive to do myself and interestingly uh, not a whole lot of people pick up on that influence but when i listen to our songs i'm like oh my god i hope people don't hear the <laughs> opeth riff in this you know so, so what got you into the underground man um i i i was just constantly searching for um weirder and heavier music and i grew up in a very small town where like mtv and fye were the only um avenues that i had which you know um by my standards now are very surface level you know it's like i got slipknot i got throwdown i got bleeding through and you know stuff like that. Like that was the heaviest music that I could find, which was all great. And those things still embarrassingly enough, like a whole, Hey, bleeding through rocks, man. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I like started getting onto message boards and just like soaking up anything that I could, you know, I mean, there would be days where, um, you know, I would find like something like spawn of possession, which is like brutal technical death metal. And then also grossest. You know, yeah, oh yeah. Like I'm so sad that I never got to see Spawn in Possession. Um and so I I I listen to all kinds of music, you know, like not just underground stuff. I listen to everything from from you know Danish uh dream pop like Mew to you know Nile. And um so I just have a deep love for music and exploring and like finding out what is interesting and challenging for me. And that's another thing. I think that challenging music tends to be the music that I grow the closest to um, stuff that I really and like have to like put effort into understanding. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just a weirdo. I guess I like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so here's, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. I'm going to oh, put you no. on the spot big time here. So, we all know the big four, quote unquote, of American thrash. We got Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer. You told me Un is Death Doom. 
What is the big four of Death Doom? Big four Death Doom. Um, okay. Esoteric is okay. number one. Highly underrated. I mean, I think that they have a they have a big following for what they are, but um, I just feel like they aren't brought up in enough conversations uh, about doom metal or death metal as a whole. Um, Evoken, yes. American Funeral Doom, Death Doom, uh, Absolute Godfathers. I still think to this day they don't quite understand exactly how monumental what they do is i got one of their cds back there just one but i have which I one is it uh let me check oh, okay well atra morris yeah yeah incredible actually i'm gonna uh, that, that out and listen to that tonight <clears throat> that album uh track number five an intrinsic divide i think is the best death doom funeral doom song of all time the wow. riffs on that are just like i listen to it weekly still Damn. incredible album um Ahab. Yeah. Ahab's a really serious um influence for me. I think a lot of people who dive deep into Funeral Doom and Death of Doom, I think that that influence is also pretty obvious. Um that's a personal big four. I don't know how I don't know if I would include them in like as far as like the seminal death doom, you know, sure. uh, but, uh, and then the last one for me, um, maybe not death doom, but true, true finish funeral doom is shape of despair. Mm. Uh, melodically, atmospherically, um, they are everything that I associate with doom metal. They're just, it is just sorrowful. I don't know that one. I got to check it out. They they came out with a new record this year and it cool. is um it's one of my favorite records. You know, I, I think that it's it's really interesting because they're a band that doesn't change up their formula like too much or too often. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what they do to me is just so perfect and it just like hits me in all the right like emotional spots. Like yeah. absolutely love them. If I could change everything about what I do with Un to sound like another band, it would be to sound like Shape of Despair. <laughs> nice okay right on man shape of despair so esoteric evoking uh what was the third one ahab ahab and shape of despair i like it yeah all right now you're gonna get some death doom nerds like like well actually probably i mean who cares (laughs) that's your personal big four yeah for sure yeah that's the thing um and okay, so so being that you know this is a local loud local and this is northwest terror fest uh what are a few of your favorite northwest bands of all time Nor- favorite northwest bands of all time yeah uh, long gone local now doesn't matter yeah um himsa yeah uh i remember seeing the yeah himsa the the ad mat for for courting tragedy and disaster and like a oh, revolver yeah. or or something when i was so young like in middle school and Game changing album yeah and and some friends got our one of our moms to drive us up to the graceland yeah you know to see himsa for for their dvd recording um which is very infamous but absolute all-time favorites john pettibone is still i think my favorite front man just ever um 
and a sweet tell, man. Yeah, and he yeah he's amazing. Um, like he's watched me grow up as a human and a musician, and I yeah. tell him every chance I get what an inspiration he has been to my life, and I think he hates it, but uh, I'm not going to stop telling him. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. went to Slipknot with him the other night. <laughs> oh, I, I how did I not know that Slipknot was was here? Slipknot I, in Cypress Hill. It was a blast. Cypress Hill is the perfect opening band. They get everyone in a good fucking mood. Damn. That is rad. Yeah, it was a good um, time. I love Slipknot. I am an una, unapologetic new metal fan. You're a maggot. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I like, you know, I kind of fell off in the middle of their career, but their last record I thought was super cool. Yeah. You know, still one of the only bands that are bringing like blast beats and harsh vocals into like mainstream radio. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Slipknot's a pop band. They're also a metal yep. band, but you know, yep. like love them. Um, All right. We're so talking Himsa, about Northwest. <laughs> Himsa. So who else we got? Himsa and a couple more. Um, Ethan well, you Ordahl. Got, you got Bellwitch behind you. Bell Bellwitch. Bellwitch is was a huge influence uh, to me as well. Um, I was already very far down the funeral doom path, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until seeing Bellwitch live that like I really had a tangible understanding of like how far you could really push the genre and what those two individuals do is mind-blowing um jesse especially i don't think that there's another drummer in extreme music on one side or the other that does what jesse does um and i'm just like constantly awed by them you know i cannot wait to hear what what they do next so yeah, uh, absolutely, Bellwitch. And you said it's a Nordal. I won't. Ethan Nordal. Yeah, I mean, I I just lo- I just love the really sentimental, romantic, melodic, you know, stuff. Um, yeah. But I also love stuff like Big Business, like yeah. Helms Lee. Yep. Yeah, like stuff that's just heavy and you know, like progressive, but um, and just unlike any other stuff that that you see, you know, totally. or or hear. Uh, I'm trying to think because I'm. That's enough. That's enough, Mon. Okay. We're good. We're good. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, man. So, um, you know, you guys are going doing on this tour with Windhand. Um, you're going to be coming back for Northwest Terror Fest, and uh, beyond that, do you have you guys have any plans for the rest of 2022, or is there um, anything you can share? So, I mean, nothing really to speak of right now. We have a handful of new material that nice. uh, we were we were hoping to bring on this next tour. Uh, didn't really work out, but the songs are just. You know, they're so long and they're so involved that yeah. um, we we just, I think, really need to, like, really settle into polishing this and then taking it um, into the studio. Um, but I have a very strong emotional concept for the follow up of sentiment. And I'm like looking forward to sharing that with people as soon as soon as we can, as soon as as, as soon as feasible. Awesome. Well, I look forward to that. We're going to end with a song here, another one 
But before we do, my question for you, pick a scar on your body. Show us if you can or and, and just tell us the story of how you got the scar. Okay, I'm not going to show you, but um, All right. when I was born, I was born with um, a underdeveloped esophagus muscle wow. and digestive tract. Uh, so I had to have a um, very experimental surgery at the time called anisin fundoplication, um, where they do all kind of weird shit to my insides to reroute the way that that my digestive tract works. Um, at the time, I was only the third person to have it done. Now it happens every single day in America. Um, it's used to treat really bad acid reflux now. It's, it's a quite revolutionary surgery. Um, however, um, I have a giant, probably, you know, um, 20 inch scar across my torso from wow. one side to the other. That when I was a child, we, we used to joke with people and, and say that I was bit by a shark because <laughs> that's kind of the shape that it takes. Um, now it's done like needlepoint, like through with a, like a microscope and a, uh, you know, small laser. So very different, but yeah, I won't show you this. What it would get, uh, labeled as NSFW. (laughs) (laughs) No worries, man, dude. So, uh, what was the name of that surgery or what was the name of the thing you had done? Uh, anisin fundoplication. That is the name of your new gore grind band. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I'm a death metal guitarist first and foremost. So, you know, that's definitely within my wheelhouse. All right. Sick, dude. Nice. Uh, okay, man. So again, Northwest Terror Fest, uh, you can catch Unplay if you like what you're hearing. Uh, you can support them, uh, stream their music, buy their music. They have it all up on their band camp, right? Yeah. Their yes. band camp. And uh, is that unvibes.bandcamp.com or just un unvibes unvibes yeah. uh good vibes good heavy vibes uh again northwest terror fest june 30th show up on the thursday to catch them at the barboza stage and uh we're gonna end with a song here called a garden where nothing grows is that right that's correct yeah right on so why don't you introduce this before we jump in yeah garden where nothing grows it is um another fancy term for a cemetery the song mainly deals with um processing the loss of a loved one not necessarily just from death but just from the way that life works yeah um yeah all right here it is a garden where nothing grows one of the longest songs we've ever played on loud and local i love it nice let's get into it dude thanks so much man thank you kevin
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 